0: So again, just to really, really quickly sum up those five steps is to first notice the anxiety. Second, notice the response to noticing the anxiety. Is it judgmental or is it curious? The third step is actively shift into that beginner's mind or AKA actively shifting into that curiosity lens. The fourth is just being with the sensation, noticing it, locating it on your body, bringing awareness to it and allowing it to dissipate. And then the fifth is to just repeat, 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 repeat. Again, this is a practice. Hey you, welcome to the Let's Get Em podcast. I am your host, Emily Bott, an emotional wellness coach on a mission to end the struggle with food and our bodies. I am a firm believer that our lives are as good as we make them, and the obsession with food and our looks is no longer cutting it. This podcast is for you if you want to remember that you are more than a number on a scale or a gene size. So if you are ready to reconnect with who you genuinely are through relatable, practical, and spiritual tips, then I'm your girl. Remember, I've got your back and you've got mine. We are all on our self-love journeys together, so let's get them hello everybody what is up okay so today i want to get into a quick episode that is going to be very helpful for many of you so how to stop anxiety over weight gain or basically wherever your body is changing um you know many of us don't necessarily look forward to weight gain because society tells us you know not the best thing and we have all these notions and these opinions about ourselves of oh my god who am I gonna be if I gain weight or maybe you already have gained weight and you're having trouble like accepting it and kind of allowing it to be there Uh, and and maybe you're on a journey that you you actually want to lose weight and you're you know maybe that's your journey and You're still at a place right now where you're hating your body and you're berating yourself and you're making a lot of actions and decisions like out of fear because you just can't stand to sit in your skin. So today I want to hop into how to actually stop the anxiety over weight gain because here's the thing when we deal with the actual anxiety like on an emotional level. That is what fuels it all. That is what that is what is underneath everything, like every single action that you are making with food in your body, every single rule, restriction, diet or whatever story that you're making up is all based upon that fear, right, of gaining weight, that anxiety. So what we do is instead of, you know, dealing with the external and just putting, you know, trying to lose the, the weight or gain the weight or do whatever, you know, to make ourselves feel better we when we learn to deal with the anxiety what is fueling those actual actions on an external level that is when we you know we we take the power back and we really start to make decisions out of love for ourselves and nobody deserves to experience anxiety over their weight like our bodies are changing changing constantly so you know the, learning to just deal with your emotions and how to be with them is a huge skill, like a huge emotional intelligence skill that people should be learning, <laughs> but people aren't. So I'm just gonna go through this this five-step process of how to actually end this anxiety over the weight gain, over the body, because this is where you deserve to be. So without further ado, before I get into it, I want to remind you that anxiety is just an autopilot reaction It is just this emotional habit that we have gotten accustomed to. I want you to really, really hear this and like have these words land because when we remember that anxiety is just that, it is just a sensation, it is just energy within our body and it has been the coping mechanism that our brains have utilized since childhood as a response to keep us safe, okay, and to meet our needs, we remember that anxiety is not inherently bad. It is not, it's not anything about us. We're not doing anything wrong. We're not a bad person. We're not gross. We're not ugly. We're not bloated. We're not fat. Whatever, you know, story your mind starts to create once it experiences the anxiety. Okay. Remember that anxiety is just an autopilot reaction. So there is nothing wrong if you are experiencing it. It is just something that you, it's like your default and I really, really, really want this to, to hit you guys deep because I think so many of us stay stuck in judgment because like, we think, oh my goodness, why am I here again? Why am I experiencing anxiety? I shouldn't be, I'm, I'm over this, I've dealt with this. Where is this coming from? When we remember this, that it's not our fault, it's not anything about us, we didn't do anything wrong, we can then come from a place of empowerment and choice to stay curious and stay open for the anxiety instead of just automatically shifting into judgment. So let me just get into the five-step process that I live and breathe by. You guys know that every single thing that I talk about on here, I completely embody. Like this is something that I am not just like spitting out information to you. Like these, are, this is the singular process that helped me on my weight acceptance journey when i needed to gain weight because i know how scary that was how fearful that was and i want to just give back because it helped me so so goddamn much so the first step you first just want to notice the anxiety okay when it arises just just name it okay that's it most of us are pretty accustomed to what anxiety feels like so we know the second step is then to notice your response to noticing the anxiety So you either are going to be in a state of curiosity, openness, which not many of us are, which I'll get into in a second, or you're gonna automatically go into judgment, which is where most of us lie. And this judgment, like I was saying earlier, comes in the form of why am I experiencing this? What's going on? What's at the root of this? Like All of a sudden our our mind starts freaking out, thinking something's wrong with us. We're over this, like something, we did something bad, something bad's gonna happen. Like the, the fear, the fight or flight, response in us is just panic so the thing is when we're in this judgmental lens we create a lot of restriction or like a contraction within the system like if you guys could see my hands right now like I have my fists like almost rubbing against each other because that's what anxiety and judgment excuse me that's what judgment does to our system it basically contracts our ability to move energy, to move the, again, the the whatever we're experiencing, the sensation that we're experiencing through us because we're just so focused and it's like this energy just becomes stuck within us. And you know that feeling of just like being anxious and just like shaking and like not really knowing what to do. That's kind of what judgment does. And not only judgment, but shame, embarrassment, you know, um, like all all the really fun emotions that we feel when we're navigating our food and body journeys. And I think that's actually why Uh, Well, I know this to be true. This is why so many of us stay stuck, because we fundamentally cut ourselves off to allowing those emotions to go through us because we are always in this judgmental lens. So what what we want to do instead of be in the judgment is we want to learn how to choose curiosity. So that's why I'm going to that's the third step of this process. So this is actively shifting into something called beginner's mind now if many if you guys like meditate or if you guys have done practices like this you'll know what beginner's mind is but for those who don't and where i was about a year ago i'll explain so beginner's mind is just this this lens of just complete observation for like what's occurring and it's almost like taking the lens of if i was like a newborn kid okay child that didn't make any sense If i was just like a child running around the world with no preconceived notions Right. Like there's no um, like I have no sense of what everything else already is. I don't take anything for granted. Like everything is new. Everything is novel. So if you can have that lens and be like, okay, how can I be curious? How can I be open right now? How can I just observe this anxiety that's going on and not you know, bring in all my stories or all these like meanings associated with what I've already, you know, experienced in my life. Like, how can I just take this moment for what it is and observe, shift into this, this curiosity, this questioning, like, is this true? Like, don't take this, like, we we don't want to take the anxiety, um, this emotional habit for granted right? Because we don't need to always be experiencing anxiety. That's the thing, like we get to rewire our nervous system. That's the coolest thing about being human is that just because we've experienced certain things in the past does not mean we have to experience them in the future if we choose differently. Now, this third step will feel like a choice. There will be efforting in it. And what I mean by that is you're not going to immediately want to choose curiosity because anxiety as we know like the meaning that we've associated with it doesn't always feel good what we want to do is we want to step away from that good bad mentality and just allow the energy of the anxiety to be there so we can again actively shift shift into this beginner's mind we can end the the contraction of the judgment and open this the spaciousness to allow the energy to just move through so you might be I might have lost a couple of you there but just like bear with me cuz it's going to make sense. Okay, I guarantee like these things are going to make sense especially the more that you do it. So when, once you're in that like beginner's mind, you're just open to, okay, you know what? I'm experiencing anxiety. It is what it is. Now I move into the fourth fourth step, which is to just be with the sensation on the body. And so when I say that, I don't want you to buy into the story of anxiety, that it being bad, that there's something wrong with you, kind of like what I've been explaining. But what I want you to do is just locate it on your body. Where do you feel it? I feel it in my gut, in my solar plexus, and sometimes up through my chest. I want you to bring attention to the anxiety. Just place your awareness on it. And see if you could like describe it, what would the quality of it be? Not good, not bad. I don't want any, um, we we want to stay away from any meanings associated with the anxiety, but more just like neutral descriptors. So for example, one that always works for me is, okay, like my energy within my solar plexus right now just feels like super tight, super constricted. If it's moving. If I were to give it a color, it would be like a deep gray. And as I place my attention on it, it begins to move and dissipate. Like that's it, the, the fourth step is just that, just bringing awareness to where you feel the sensation in your body. Now I wanna explain to you why we do this. The reason that we're that we just place our awareness on it and we allow it to just do its thing is because we are we are expanding our capacity to feel those uncomfortable emotions. And in doing that, we are going to end the reactive nature of our behaviors afterwards. So if we're experiencing anxiety over weight gain, like what we're talking about on this, when we can just learn to be with the anxiety and like literally feel it and watch it, observe it, dissipate within your system, because that is what happens when you bring, when you notice it and put your attention on it, you stop the Immediate need to go, play, start a new diet, or, or um, you know, maybe add more restrictions or limitations onto your regimen, or exercise more, or go run five more miles, or whatever it is that you know, your mind is creating as a, a mechanism to cope with ridding the anxiety. So instead of just putting bandaid on bandaid on bandaid, like continually just like you know, adding on all of these things. Let's like get to the root of like the bullet wound, right? Let's like pull out the bullet. Let's learn how to deal with that emotional discomfort on a, on that emotional body level. Because when you do that, you no longer make reactive behaviors that are just going to keep you stuck in your binge restrict, binge restrict cycle, right? And it's, it's, it makes so much sense when you, when you understand it from that level, you're like, oh my goodness. Like that's the key to ending this cycle with food in my body, this this viciousness that I've created. It's learning how to deal with my emotions on an emotional level. And then the external behaviors are gonna fall away themselves because I'm no longer going to want to or going to need to go run off my my cake that I ate last night. I'm not going to feel the, like when I learn how to just allow the anxiety to be there, I'm not gonna to need to count my macros, count my calories in order to feel safe anymore. Because I've learned how to find that safety within and I've just learned how to let the emotion to just go through so the last step is just to repeat 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 this because again this is a practice neural rewiring takes so much more time than we want it to so like I when I began doing this in my body acceptance journey I, I think probably took me like seven months before I really felt like oh okay yeah no this is definitely this has worked like I definitely feel a a shift like at that point seven months in I would say after gaining the weight and doing what I needed to do on my journey again this is I'm not saying my journey for comparison I'm just stating um my journey and giving you guys like that openness and that share because a lot of times I find healing can come from just hearing other people's experiences and just learn from them. So in my specific journey, like I've talked about openly before in the podcast, I had to gain weight to, for my body. And so it took, I, I would say again, like seven months of, of after like really gaining the weight before I finally felt like super comfortable after doing this practice over and over and over. Okay. So I don't want you to think that it's not working because you're not automatically seeing those shifts. You're not automatically feeling great (laughs) because again, this has been your habit. Like this is, this is your emotional habit that your body has been accustomed to. So when we're shifting that, when we're choosing differently, one, it's going to feel like effort. There's going to be a lot of mental chit chat, AKA resistance. When I talk about resistance, that's what I mean. It's going to be a lot of back and forth like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, this. This seems hard. This is a lot of work. I'd rather just go run off and deal with my anxiety how I have in the past. But you're finally going to get to a place where you realize that, that, that continuing your relationship with food, the external behaviors that you're doing, isn't working. And you're going to want to learn how to deal with the emotions on your body, right? So again, just to really, really quickly sum up those five Steps is to first notice the anxiety. Second, notice the response to noticing the anxiety. Is it judgmental or is it curious? The third step is actively shift into that beginner's mind or AKA actively shifting into that curiosity lens. The fourth is just being with the sensation, noticing it, locating it on your body, bringing awareness to it, and allowing it to dissipate. And then the fifth is. To just repeat, 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 repeat. Again, this is a practice. It's not always easy, but the more that you do it, the more your brain is going to recognize it and the more efficient you're going to become at it. It's the coolest thing, guys, girls, people, humans. I need to get better at that. I always say, guys, it's not intentional, but, um, we don't deserve to always be experiencing anxiety over waking. We really don't. Because there are so many better things that we could be putting our energy towards and spending our time on. And you guys know I have a very low tolerance for human suffering. I really do. And one more thing before I quickly end this episode. Um, you know, oftentimes I get questions like, okay, what do you, what you do, what, like, what is coaching versus therapy? Like, what, what are you doing in session that's different than a therapist, for instance? And I think this practice would really describe pretty, pretty conclusively, like what coaching, how integrative the sessions are, because what we do is we literally go into your body <laughs> and we deal with all these things on an emotional level. So, you know, you're not stuck in story. That's what happens. And I was, I was talking about this earlier, like I was in therapy for many years and it did help. Don't get me wrong. like I don't, I'm not discounting therapy in any way, shape or form, but what it allowed me to do was just continually stay stuck in my story. And that's why I was like in this vicious cycle with food in my body, because I was just like talking myself into story and into that little aid on my bullet wound. Okay. When I finally found coaching and it made me go into the actual emotions of my body, it made me get to the root of everything. I'm like, oh my God, this is why everything on the external is happening. It's because I don't know how to deal with anxiety. I don't know how to healthily allow it to release without me reacting. So what we do in session is we literally, we hold you in that in a very safe space, a very safe container of, okay, we're going to explore your emotions. Okay, and we're going to learn which ways allow you for them, allow for you to to move the energy through, allow for things to dissipate. what works what doesn't trial and error but really getting down to how your body and your mind work together so that you can truly end the the cycle that you're in that was a little tangent there but I I do have people who ask me like what is the difference between like therapy and coaching and I'm like okay well we get in coaching we get so into the body like it is so integrative (laughs) I love it I really do Mm. So that was just a quick little um, answer. I forget who who asked me that recently, but I'll I'll let them know. So with that, I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Again, just notice if I, if you can take one thing away from this episode, it's just just coming back to the noticing of how you're responding and how can you shift into curiosity over judgment? Observation, openness, Okay, questioning and allowing. That's the key to emotions right there. (laughs) Okay, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Let's Get Um podcast. One quick thing before you go. If this episode brought you added value, insight, or inspiration... It would mean the absolute world to me if you could help spread the word of my podcast and my mission. If you could please write a five-star review and share this on Instagram, I would be forever grateful. Make sure to tag me so I can personally thank you. And if you screenshot your review and DM it to me, I will enter you in a raffle to win a completely free one-on-one breakthrough coaching session with me. Yep, that is a $150 value, completely free so what are you waiting for? I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, let's go.